As part of our fall sermon series, we are looking at wholeness and fullness, not so much as individuals, but more as a whole people of God. A whole church is one in which its members are all working together in ways that allow God's spirit to uh, work in and, and through it. In a more traditional way, wholeness in a congregation can be described as a, a, a spirit of joy and, and gratitude to God, along with a real sense of forgiveness and grace as the body of Christ, out of which comes a, a faithful response and, and commitment to, to be there for others in need. I often describe our church community as a community of grace. In simpler terms, the whole church can be defined as one that together discerns and carries out God's will, or or finally, as an old saying puts it, holiness is wholeness. Discovering God's will and, and direction in our lives is a lifelong journey. As Lewis Carroll tells us in that marvelous tale of Alice in Wonderland, Alice was following a path through the forest when it divided in two directions. Standing confused, she inquired of the Cheshire cat, who had suddenly appeared in a nearby tree, which path she should take. Where do you want to go? asked the cat. I don't know, said Alice. Then said the cat, it really doesn't matter, does it? For many people in our day and age, there is little, if any, sense of direction in life. It really doesn't matter to them where they are going. But for those of us who attach the name of Christ to our identities, by calling ourselves Christians, where we are going and what we are doing with our lives makes quite a bit of difference. And this brings us to our first point this morning, and I'll call it wilderness wandering. And it comes from our Old Testament lesson from Exodus. The point is this, it doesn't matter whether we are directionless in life or know our relatedness to God. The fact is, we all have wilderness times in our lives. You've been there before, wondering where the next step step on the path will take you. To be human is to know loneliness and wilderness times in our lives. Times of transition can be occasions for wilderness wandering. A time of beginning a new job and a time of losing a job. A time of getting married and a time of divorce. A time of having children and a time of having children leave home. A time of birth and a time of death and so on. There are so many transitions and conditions that can send us on the way of wilderness wandering. And such is true for groups of people and churches as well. It certainly was true for the people of Israel, for in verse 23 of our text, we read, Then Moses led Israel onward from the Red Sea, and they went into the wilderness of Shur. They went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And then at Marah, when they finally discovered water, they also discovered it was bitter. But by throwing a tree, a branch, into the water, it became 
sweet to drink. Now keep in mind, these three days were only the first in what was to be some 40 years in the wilderness. To be in a time of wilderness wandering is to lose a sense of security when the familiar seems to disappear. Perhaps, just perhaps, we as the family of the neighborhood church are in a period of transition and wilderness wandering as we have been struggling through and enduring the current pandemic. We are not in the same crisis as those early Israelites were, but we do live with a certain amount of uncertainty and anxiety. I would like to suggest that more often than not, it is during our times of wilderness wandering that we are most open to accepting the vertical dimension of existence, which is God. To draw from the symbolism of our text, the waters of life sometimes are strange, and our faith doesn't literally make them sweet. But our faith, by God's grace, can help us drink the strange or challenging moments without becoming bitter ourselves. Lord, if it's possible, remove this cup, yet yet not my will, but thine be done. Jesus drank his cup, but became not bitter. Difficulties and challenges in life tend to either make us better or bitter. And when we are honest with ourselves and and each other, we recognize we naturally fear and resist the wilderness, the, the unknown. And this brings us to our second point, which is the most frequent human response to wilderness wandering, and that is seeking security. In chapter 16 of Exodus, we find that after a month and a half from the time they left Egypt, the whole congregation of the people of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And they said to them, Would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. In other words, The people were contending that they were better off with their bitter life of slavery to Pharaoh because at least there they could count on three square meals a day than they were with the uncertainty of wilderness wandering. They were seeking the the security of the known, even with its suffering and routine, over and against the unknown, which offered the powerful potential of God. But it was scary. Some Christians are willing to give up their freedom of thought and inquiry when their church and pastor give them all the answers and assure them that if they believe a certain way, they will secure a place in heaven. Now, lest we think it's only our neighbor or those who aren't here uh, joining us for worship in this format who need to deal with this strong drive for seeking security, We'd better take another look. You remember the story of the rich young ruler who eagerly sought out advice from Jesus, only to turn down the advice Jesus gave and go sorrowfully away because of his great wealth? I think we're sort of like him. When in distress, we seek guidance. 
We think we want to change when actually we want to remain the same but feel better about it. In psychological terms, says William Sloan Coffin in his book, The Courage to Love, we want to be more effective neurotics, preferring the security of known misery to the misery of unfamiliar insecurity. Friends, we live in a society bent on security. There's hardly a day goes by that I don't talk to somebody about job security, financial security, family security, security and retirement, and on and on. And we as a church need to deal with this issue of seeking security, for we face a potential problem if our overriding concern and priority becomes our our preservation and security. You see, when we as a church become concerned about preservation only, we make a subtle statement that we are losing faith in God's leadership and direction. For the promise of faith in the Exodus story is that God will lead and provide precisely in the midst of our wilderness wandering. We would be wise not to get too settled in the way things have always been, because we look to the new future into which God is leading us. It was Albert Hubbard who rightly observed, Anchorage is what most people pray for, when what we need is God's great open sea. Now, some level of preservation and security is necessary, but during times of transition and and wilderness wandering, it is critical to focus our vision on purpose. I believe that this period of pandemic positions us to discern God's purpose for our future. Which brings us to our third point for this morning, which is really a counterpoint to our second one of seeking security, and that is faithful following. Picking it up in our text in verse 25, we read, The Lord made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them, saying, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and do that which is right in God's eyes, and give heed to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases upon you which I put upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. Well, listening to God's voice, hearkening to God's voice, involves a process of faithful following, which ultimately provides purpose versus merely preservation. In his book, A Place for You, Dr. Paul Turnier writes that the task of mature living consists in two things. One, finding a safe place for yourself. And two, leaving that safe place for a new venture. Of course, that means one is never safe for long, but always on a journey. And as a people of God, it is through faithful following that we can resist the perpetual temptation of seeking security, that we might embrace our wilderness wandering and more wholly walk in God's way and purpose. Faithful following always involves risk. It is moving out in faith from the known to the unknown. As one sports columnist put it, you can't steal second base and keep your foot on first. For us, 
faithful following is attempting to is attempting the best we can as a church to attune our will to God's will. And of course, that isn't always easy. But we must remember we are not called ultimately to be successful, but rather faithful. Part of our faithfulness means that we all share in the ministry together. It's, it's, it's why we change the names of our committees here at the church to ministry teams. The mission of the church is for everyone, not just those of us who are called to ministry or are on the church staff in paid positions. We are all, each and every one of us, in this together. Then finally, in, in verse 23 of our Acts lesson, we read, When Barnabas came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose, because such a large company was being added to the Lord. That, that was church growth in the first century. And we too have the opportunity for church growth through faithful following. I believe that as we move through and beyond the pandemic, we will grow more and more as a family of faith. For we are called to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. And I am convinced that the purpose of religion for some people is to get God going for them. But really, for us, it is to get going for God. And so our happiness and fulfillment as a community of faith is in pursuing God's purpose together. Wilderness wandering, seeking security, and faithful following. Wilderness wandering is is those times of transition and challenge in our lives. And seeking security is, is wanting to preserve what we've got and nail down the future. And faithful following is pursuing God's purpose. The crucial counterpoint for us today is purpose versus merely preservation. To be human is to know from time to time in our lives and as a church community, wilderness wandering. And the most frequent response to all such wildernesses is seeking security. But as Christ's people, we are called to be about the task of faithful following. That together we might walk in God's way and purpose. And so in closing, I share these words of the renowned Christian Sir Winfred Grenfell. It is obvious that we ourselves are all travelers. That the purpose of this world is not to have and to hold, but to give and serve. May it be so. Today and into our futures as the Neighborhood Church. Amen.